Hello, guys, and welcome to Saturday Night. We are live here for our quarantine show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This is not our show. This is your show. We're going to pin in just a moment the live uh, link that you guys can go ahead and post. Actually, can one of you guys do that? Just copy and paste the link into the uh, the, co- the conversation, and I'll pin it up so you guys can join us. Uh, with me, I have Gavin Sharma from TerraTech Industries. That's right, my friends. I am always here because I have nothing better to do. Uh, but you know what? I love that you guys are here with me and we're all doing nothing together. Uh, so make sure you hit that like and share button. Or if you're so inclined with your family in the room, start a watch party uh, because it's going to be one of those shows that we have no idea what's going to happen. So thank you for joining us. I know it makes me nervous. Um, I actually have the link. Has anyone done it already? Or I can co- you mean copy like the, the text that you sent me? Yeah, I OK, done. That's fine. So it's Whatever. in the it's in the chat, so you guys can join. Uh, join see it. the show. Can't find the show. There we go. So it's pinned in the thing, I'll so you guys can uh, you guys can join us right now. Cool. So we also have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning into Beautiful Behind the Bunker. It is a Saturday uh, pandemic show uh, where we bring watchers from around the globe it's our around the world paintball show where we bring watchers around the globe into our um zoom zoom mazda meeting yeah and Maybe then we we'll get a car now then we have josh zubis abricus who i'm going to warn you right now he already told us before the show that he might not last the whole show he has a zero tolerance tonight so if he all of a sudden disappears yeah. it's uh, only because his tolerance level is gone the rum is gone <laughs> tolerance level zero nice um my ocd is kicking in josh you're not center on that wall and the blue is not like you're yeah it almost drives me nuts anyone else like that or no when you look (laughs) that's making it worse when you look at what's behind me it's fine there you go there you go that's awesome that that's a shadow actually from the the bulkhead above okay not that it matters a bulkhead are you in like a spaceship I'm in my corner office in the basement. Did, you, did you guys watch any of that? Just a corner. I'm into episode six. You like it? Oh, okay. is that with Steve Carell? It is. So I was. Can very... we just take a second to talk about Steve Carell and how he is the most handsome man in Hollywood right now? Yeah. He's really? Not, he's been uh, doing. Have some you work. seen him he's, Yeah, he's pretty buff. <laughs> he looks like he's on like on the cover of GQ. Oh, nice. Yeah. The forty-year-old nice. virgin. I, I so guess it's, so. It's good. Yeah. Uh, the show is good, but with the cast and the ensemble they have, uh, it could have been exceptional. And it just, meh, it's okay. It's a good quarantine show. Yeah. I've we watched one episode last night. It was entertaining, but I've also watched the trailer for it, and that was the first episode. So whatever. Does it get better, Gavin, or is it about the same? Well, it's pretty consistent. It's pretty the same. I mean, yeah. it's still it's still enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Uh, but my expectations going into it were pretty high, uh, much like the show. And then you'll be sadly disappointed. <laughs> right? I, uh, when I asked if you guys watched it, I guess I, w- I, re- I should re-ask the question. Did you guys watch the real space launch today? That's what I meant to ask. I did. With Bob, with Bob and Doug? <laughs> yes. Bob and Doug. The McKenzie brothers launched themselves into space. But it was, it was really anti-climate. It was really anticlimactic, though. Is it? No, it it went up. No, they they did oh. a, a. Don't give it away. I didn't today. see the rest of it. But the audio, the on the channel we were watching, the audio, the the rocket lifted off, and the and this and the audio was about 
10 or 15 seconds behind, much like when you're watching, watching the show live and then watch listening to it on, on, on the internet, there's a lag. Yeah, yeah. Am I understanding this particular mission is to retrieve the Tesla that they already launched up there uh, <laughs> so they can bring it back for inventory to fulfill orders that are uh, back ordered right now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. And this is the first ship that um, SpaceX has done that's actually battery powered and the whole side of the ship is solar panels. So it as it goes up and closer to the sun, it naturally recharges itself. Uh do you want to know something interesting about solar panels? Yes. The colder, the colder they are, yes. the better they work. So That'd they be should great put, for space. So they should put solar pa- panels on the North Pole. They yes. would work better. They're more efficient when they're cold. Oh. Do you know anything about solar shingles? Yes. Is that do they exist? Yep. Blue water energy out of Guelph will put them on your house. Really? Uh, the guy, the dude, uh, the dude that owns it, his name is Will Beardmore. He has the most beautiful beard. You've Beardmore. Ever seen. Yeah. Nice. I'm just sharing you know, the show everywhere. So if you guys are watching right now, please do the same. It's okay. We're talking about solar panels, so you just go ahead and share your paintball. Well, yeah, I know. It's, it's almost like we haven't started yet. We're just, well, we're just casually chatting about everything. Oh, we're just going to let people join, and then we're going to get them uh, entered in. So if you guys are watching us right uh, now. Zane Smith says Elon Musk is working on a battery-powered paintball market. I hope <laughs> that's the, from the Boring Company. Josh Josh Silverman is watching. Oh, maybe we'll get him and his, his wonderful eyes on the show. If you guys are watching, the Jamie. link is pinned in the chat. At the very top, all you have to do is click on that, and you guys can enter into the show. Um, nice. Use your first and last name when you're logging into Zoom, because uh, otherwise we don't know who it is, and we might not be able to have you. Um, or but, just rename yourself reconnecting on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Todd really likes that. <laughs> yes, I like your name, reconnecting to Todd's house. Um, that space launch today, I, I, I really enjoyed. I only watched the first like six minutes before I had to go, but... Um, I really enjoy how all the graphics and animations on the screen and all the explanations, you know, you have that person that just dumbs everything down for everybody. And this is what this means. And this is what's going to happen next. And it it's, it's wonderful. And when they did that jump of, uh, it was a guy that jumped off of the balloon in space. Um, oh, the Red Bull guy? Oh, the yeah. Red Bull guy. See, that's it. No yeah. one knows. Oh, Baumgartner. But no one remembers him. They just call him the Red Bull guy. So tell me their marketing's not working, right? That's but, true. Uh, yeah. So, something else, though, that I thought was kind of neat when you think of me going back as a kid and watching like the Apollo um, launch when they went to when they went first went to the moon and they had these giant clunky astronaut suits on. Now what they're wearing is like sleek and it almost looks they almost look like they're from a movie set. They were they didn't even look like they were real. So. The gentleman look like spacesuits I build in my basement. Well, the yeah. gentleman that used to run, um, well, Lululemon, he's the one who basically started designing the, the uh, new Lycra spacesuit. So you can warm up Chip before Will- yeah. Chip Wilson. Yeah, so you can warm up with some yoga before you get into those uh, into those spacesuits. They look great. They look realistic. They like they're almost not Star Trekky, but they're almost futuristic. Like, they look like yeah. for twenty twenty launches. Yeah. Oh, I'm pre- I'm pretty impressed. I'm pretty impressed. Um, yeah, apparently Zane Smith says underneath they're only wearing a thong, which I mean is probably strictly for comfort. I would say. Hey, how are you tonight, Wes? Sorry, Doing sorry, great. Uh, drag. 
got home yeah. from work and remembered, oh, yeah, it's that time. So, <laughs> Well, it's all good, my friend. Well, thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah. We we're just talking about the space launch right now. And um, yeah, if you guys want to join in the show, you can. All you got to do is uh, click the link. Use your first and last name because I don't know who you are. And there's too many of you guys in here that are like... The last time we did this show and I clicked on random names I wasn't aware of, we had some serious issues. So I'm just going to kind of leave it. If you guys want to sign and use your full names, I know who Traffic is. And Wes, you used your first and last. So that's that was awesome as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, I didn't get much into the space launch, but it was awesome to see the uh, just the progression of when the rocket's going to, you know, when the first rocket's going to go and what what the next thing is. And I came, when I finally came home to watch the rest of it, Trump was speaking. So I don't know what happened there, or, but everything was good, apparently. It was a successful Who's launch. Who's this Trump I speak of? I'm not sure. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he has a TV show. Is he the Prime Minister of America? <laughs> <laughs> He's the King Prime of America. Minister? Yeah. How are you, Mr. Traffic? Mr. Traffic? I He's am still... good. Thank you for asking. There you go. Move your microphone a little bit closer so we can hear that real good goodness of your... There, a little more? Little more. Like, like this? That's a yes, little... exactly. Yes, I can hear your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There we go. Uh, yeah, so thank you for joining us. Chase, did you watch the launch? Yes, I did. It was very good. Yeah. No, that's good. So hopefully the next few episodes of it will be good too. Now... Um, as an American, do you guys just get like an email at the beginning of the day, like, "Hey, this is what you should watch today"? Or, well, I was, I was uh, waiting for my range to open, scrolling Facebook, and I just saw it, so I watched it. How's your range not open yet? Yeah. Oh, um, they were clearing out the last group of people so they could clean it. Vagrants. They were sterilizing it and everything before they let the next group in. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. How long can you go in for? Uh, about forty-five minutes to an hour. And then how? Then how long? How long does it take to to turn it around? About five ten minutes. Oh, okay. And how many people go in at a time? Um, they have three rooms with ten rows each, so thirty thirty people. Chase, look uh, behind 30. you. <laughs> it's my girlfriend <laughs> is her name chase uh no chase him no. <laughs> and chase wants what? to move on very quickly <laughs> no <fine>. kidding <laughs> no kidding yeah no that's good i mean i uh and yeah yeah now are you are you still playing paintball then chase or i am going to my local field tomorrow Good for you. And where and nice. you and they're actually open full strength or are they having limited amount of people there? I'm not sure. I'll I'll know when I show up tomorrow. You're in Virginia, right? Or West yeah. Virginia. Now Virginia. would you are you would you go Mountain to Pabs Mama. or are you close to Pabs or I I've heard of Pabs. I know it's near me. I've never been. I go to Hogback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounds That's like me. one of them classy establishments. I know. So, your, shirt, your shirt is painful. It's yeah. not broke back. It's not broke back, and you're just this is a code that you're trying to get people to meet you there. Well, no, they, um, did, Hogback Mountain is more of a scenario field. Okay. Do they play shirts they, and skins, but all just skins? 
I mean, sometimes if that's what the walk-ons want to do. <laughs> nice. And then Wes, what about you? When was the last time you shot a marker? Um, uh, actually, two weeks ago, we, uh, me and some friends of mine, were asked to evaluate a paintball course at a camp. Uh, so we kind of went down there and kind of walked through it and kind of is obviously not been well maintained. So we just pointed out some safety stuff that we thought were things that were important. We asked, they actually were very well more organized than we expected. They had, uh, you know, whole, they had all the safety equipment, uh, a bunch of Pittman 98 customs was what they use. And we just pointed out some things you know, uh, pallets that were like had rusted nails in them. We're like, yeah, you probably want to get rid of those things like that. So yeah, make sure they stain their pallets so they really bring out the wood grain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I'm not sure where everybody is tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a bunch of people in the live chat waiting to get in, but I don't know who they are, so I'm kind of reluctant to let them in, quite honestly. If you guys are trying to get in, use your first and last names. If it matches up with who's watching right now, I will let you guys in. Um, but right now, we're just sort of chatting about Space Race and that new space show that was just on TV. Last, well, I guess it's now on forever, but the one with Stephen the Buff Carell as uh, Carell. The most beautiful man in America. Is he playing another role? Maybe is that why he's buffing himself up? I don't know. Is there another movie? I don't. Know. Okay. I don't know. What he's he's that, you know, like he didn't call me to consult about. You, you know, know what? I'll look. <laughs> on, I'll, I'll, I'll look. Agents. I'll look on IMDb. He, he on, got seriously. he got started in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Did you fall down, did Chase? Did he? What do you mean? Did I fall down? I don't know. You're at the very low low end of your. It looks like you you fell. To, there you go. That's better. He's having no, a good old-fashioned lean back. Get off his <laughs> a floating head. So he's he's in a movie in 2020 called Irresistible. Um, so maybe that's what he's called. He's Gary Zimmer. But I don't know. A Democratic strategist helps a retired veteran run for mayor in a small conservative Midwest town. Maybe that maybe that's it, where he needs to be buffed. Sounds like a Sounds penthouse boring. letter. Yes, I'm a student at a small Midwestern university. <laughs> don't read that. Don't read anymore. Don't read anymore. <laughs> and we were in the computer lab one night, blah, blah, blah. Then I guess computer labs predate, um, or Penthouse Forum predates computer labs, doesn't it? Yeah, but sure not libraries, because everything happened in I, libraries back then. Everything happened in a li that. library. Yeah. What? Get a little inspiration for the National Geographic section. That's right. <laughs> And we, things get carried away, you know, that Dewey Decimal system, it really gets me going. I was trying to figure out how to get Dewey Decimal in there, and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Nick Baracco in the chat says, Dear Penthouse, I never thought this would happen to me. Dot, dot, there dot. you go. <laughs> I think that's how you're supposed to start them. No, nah, I'm a student at a school Joe, Midwestern. Yes. You own every issue of Penthouse uh, ever created. Has <laughs> Paintball ever been in it? I don't own every issue. I have some. Um, I don't know if Play Paintball was in that article. I think it was in Playboy, but um, I don't know if it was ever in Pentos. Uh, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, Joseph, about uh, that one infamous Playboy uh, cover, uh, "What the Mutt," and maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Oh yeah, I um, it was it was funny. I have um, I have a, a Vietnam era. Um, M151 
army it's a, like a jeep it's, it's a vietnam era jeep and there was reading one of the vietnam on instagram one of the reenactment pages or whatever or actually one of the one of the actual pages and the guy was holding up the a certain issue of 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 playboy from like 68 and i happened to be in my garage um and my dad used to used to get them for the articles apparently but anyway i've got <laughs> we've got all these um vintage I, I guess they would be vintage playboys now because they'd all be from the six, 60s you know early 60s and into the 70s so and i happened to pull out the same article or the same um playboy it was kind of cool with the, with the similar jeep and the whole with bit, the similar right? so, yeah, yeah it was, it was I, pretty neat it was very yeah, it was, it was very cool if anybody follows them on Facebook, it's historical photos, and every so often there will be um, war photos that are popping up, and it was pretty neat to see um, that particular photo with the young soldier at the time. That's when 17 or 18. I don't yeah. think much more than that. Uh, you know, shit-eating grin on his face uh, with a Playboy magazine, and then, you know, here, here's 2020, and Joe with the same grin on his face. Look what I found. Look what I found. <laughs> same, same art, same magazine. Yeah, so it was pretty neat. So you guys are all... Um gentlemen of a of a certain era have you ever walked into a convenience store and purchased a playboy or a penthouse i guess either or uh not me i was born during the internet age <laughs> okay so this i is never a, had to pay for it so i, I have you know, I, yeah i never purchased anything this is pre uh this is pre-internet but i remember as a kid uh in the forest you know when you, <laughs> all the boys are running around run forest you find this stash and it's like gold. It's like you find the pirate's chest and like, like all the neighborhood kids. It's like a siren song. But I think in the eighties, I did. I think in the eighties, you were only allowed to uh, store magazines like that in forested and woodlotted areas. And there was a corner store, which was the gold mine. At the end of the month, uh, what they would do is they would rip off the covers and mail it back to the manufacturer. Any of the magazines that weren't sold. And so they would, this is pre-recycling, remember? So they'd throw them all into the uh, the dumpster. And so little kids would be doing some dumpster diving for some gold. Rooting around for gold. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was my pre-adolescent period. Good for you. That explains a lot. <laughs> it's still very warped. Yeah. <laughs> you know anyway, I was going to say something inappropriate. I, I own I could just two. see your brother showing you that, too. <laughs> I own two Playboys, maybe three, but I think I bought them because one had a Simpsons thing in it. Another one had a Seinfeld thing in it. Uh, my wife bought one of them as well, but I like it. That's I mean, and that's only a number of years ago. That's when Playboy was sort of no one even knew what it was anymore or cared anymore. Right. But uh, well, Lindsay, Lohan, of, Lindsay Lohan was in one. Yeah. Well, speaking of Playboy, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> How's Tim? <laughs> it's this one, Gavin. Tim's real good. Oh, lost it. You're wearing a leg. You're you're wearing orange, my friend. Sounds like I can find myself in the car park. <laughs> yeah, mute mute your uh mute your uh, Facebook live stream if you can. Tim's real good. Lost it. You're wearing a leg. There we go. I think we've gotten it. Someone's yeah, someone's listening in rewind. I'm not I'm sure. Facebook live streaming. Is that you, Tim? Way lag. Okay, turn on lag. There we go. I think we've got that. Yeah, so mute your Facebook feed because that's what we're hearing coming back through your computer. 
and then just listen through us on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. All right. Because I'm dying to ask if Tim's ever been in Playboy. Because that's what we're hearing coming back through your computer. And then just listen through us on Zoom. Yeah, Tim's having some technical right. difficulties. We got it back now. There Let's we go. We're all good. Very good. Uh, you're in the future. You're in the future. You should have known that was going to happen. Come on. I was catching up on all your news. Ah, yes, we had a rocket launch, and uh, people in our area have COVID apparently. <laughs> we got. Well, we, what are we down there? We got only eleven people in Australia that are that are uh, suffering at the moment, apparently, so they tell us, but um, 11 new cases, there's nothing, only in Victoria, there's nothing else, um, no new cases in the rest of Australia, but only 11 in, in Victoria. Yeah. That's fantastic news. So you guys are nearing the end, it sounds like. Um, so has, that, has the government made any adjustments to opening things up for you guys at this point, or is it still pretty much the same when we last well, year? Well, they can't tell us what we come under, what category. So they're opening pubs, clubs, um, junior football rugby league soccer or the girl game and um so but we they haven't mentioned anything about paintball so but i'm as of tomorrow as in the first of june i'm i'm uh, opening back up so we can have up to 50 50 people if they can have 50 people in a pub or a club then i can have 50 punters so uh my first game back will be next saturday the 6th and um, what sort of steps are you taking then? Are you just going to do business as usual, or are you taking any hygiene measures differently than you normally would do? Well, we're still going to be doing the, the hand sanitizers, which is what they asked. And, and uh, I've got you know, 200 goggles, so goggles don't get used from the one day to the next. There's seven days between them. But um, I uh, hose the goggles. A lot of people go and they're disinfecting them, and they pull this and do that. I disinfected goggles and let them sit for five days and they had a smell through them from the disinfectant holding moisture in the, in the, the foams. Um, but a, a COVID virus, a blood virus or any sort of a virus can, can only last for a certain period of time in open air before it dies. Now COVID they're saying on plastics is up to four days, five days. It can, it can uh, last. Um, but you know, before COVID there was, um, AIDS, it was hepatitis C, hep A, hep B, and um, been involved in emergency services, have had, um, you know, been inoculated for all that sort of stuff, but except for AIDS, I've never been penetrated with a needle for AIDS, but... Um, Yet. So, <laughs> two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was fingers crossing. Sorry, it didn't, yeah. I, did, yeah, yeah. I got it, I got it. But that uh, Nigerian well, said it would work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we we had a the, when you did the two fingers, we had a football player down here that um, would try to uh, interfere with other football players to make him get distracted and drop the ball, and it was sort of digging digging two fingers uh, into <laughs> his prankle, so interfering whatever. But so that's when they come up with the hopawadi, and it was the two fingers. Wow. <laughs> so Australia's basically an island if you guys have your borders closed and you only have 11 new cases you guys are sitting pretty good then we are we are and if if um see we had a, a big problem where they let a, a cruise ship come into sydney and let all the people disembark and it had over 26 cases on it so those people were allowed to 
disembarked through our um, our uh, health department did nothing about it. So they were able to mingle back through Australia and travel back to their hometowns, um, Perth, up into Queensland from New South Wales. And that's where a lot of the hotspots happen because those people are allowed to travel back. But um, if they had to grab them at the start, we probably wouldn't be at the you know, the numbers we have. You know, but, but we are an island and we're lucky that um, we were able to shut ourselves off. It was a little bit later, but uh, you know, yeah. unlike... Hmm. You guys over in America with your 100,000 dead, like, that's crazy. Now, those people that came off the cruise ship, do they get, like, a medal or a medallion or something showing that they're, you know, any sort of trophy or memento that they were the ones that brought it in? Not yet. Not yet. A lot of them have died. Well, that's the something. Yeah, they've, um, yeah, well, there you go. There's a little wooden coffin for you. <laughs> right. That's yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, well, about this big, a little coffin. Give me. Come on. Todd. Present. And you you were you were wondering if um there was any articles in Penthouse. I just did some search and I found an article about the <laughs> National Survival Game Championship from nineteen eighty five. So since the in... show started, Joe's just looked at porn. No, I was looking on <laughs> Google. I I searched Playboy or article uh, play, play, paintball in Penthouse magazine. And I found one art, one article only, but from 1985, and he's using a Splatmaster. Nice. So there you nice. go. So many comments about the Splatmaster. Hey, Peter Moss in the live chat <laughs> says, uh, Tim is safe. He has already had all the STDs you can get. <laughs> yeah. Peter, we need you in the live chat, my friend. Click that Just Zoom link. Peter, don't put that in your Tinder profile. Okay. <laughs> it may not work out for you. Tinder. Yeah, there's a good one. How many Tinder people play paintball? Uh, why don't you log into your account and find out? <laughs> <laughs> Put that as one of your likes. One day, Alice. <laughs> one day. So um, so where are you? Uh, hunkered down, hiding from everything that's going on? Or are you... There are local... I mean, where we are, we're in Canada, and specifically in the um, uh, the province of Ontario... There are fields that have sort of been given the go-ahead to open, but with some strict guidelines. And we're close in our area, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, but the guidelines are so strict that I don't mean to sound whatever here, but I don't know that with those guidelines we can make any money. And by that I mean we're not allowed to run enough people. We still have to pay our staff. We have to elongate the staff's hours with less amount of people that are allowed to show up. Plus, we have to, you know, pay internet, pay insurance, pay everything that we have to get back up to go to to run our business full time. But we're only allowed X amount of people to play, and and I'm I'm happy that we would be able to open, but it's going to be hard to do that. And and I think the fields that are trying to do that are trying ways to make it so that they can make some money because. No one's, you know, no one's going back to this just just for charity reasons, right? Plus, you got to think of all your staff. I mean, in Canada, can, uh, Canadians do get a bit of uh, they, well unemployment. Um, some of them get help from the government. So, why would you go back to work unless they can make sure that you're making enough money to cover what the government would pay? Um, and most of our staff are part time. Um, so, I mean. We want to make sure that when we bring them back, we can afford to keep them and they can make good money again, 
right? So just a lot of things to consider. And this is only the first weekend where a couple of fields are actually opening. So we kind of want to see how they're making out. Yeah. That was a long-winded explanation, but... No, 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 that's fine. It's, uh, and, and it's across the board. So we've got JobKeeper down here that uh, the government's paying us $750 for our wages, but that doesn't carry the ongoing costs of operating the business because you've got... Um, oh, there it is. Um, the the you need a cat. Internet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Joe said you need a cat. Yeah, yeah. I just he gets on there behind the motor. Get out of it. Hang on, I better mute myself and get rid of this bloody bird. While while you're uh, while you're disemboweling the bird, RJ <laughs> in the live chat says. Where we were, where we were allowed twenty five people three weeks ago, and last two weeks a hundred. I do agree. We hardly covered employees, so we just uh, were running one staff member. So quality of service is definitely going to go down, and a lot of the fields too are making it so that you have to buy X amount just to come play. So instead of just coming and buying a hundred rounds, let's say, and being a pumpkin player you need to buy, let's say, a full bag of 500 plus a full entry fee so that the, the field can actually, again, make some money. And it's no different than there's a lot of restaurants in our area that just aren't open. There are others that are doing just takeout service, and they can do that because they're a mom and pop shop. They own the restaurant. They're the cooks. They're they're the people answering the phones anyway, so they can make it work. But when you get some of the bigger, bigger places like, you know, my wife and I were talking about like the keg. The keg isn't open because it's a corporate store and they'd never be able to make money on, on takeout. Cause who's taking out the keg? You know what I mean? Um, like takeout steak alone. Takeout, yeah. No kidding. Takeout no, steak. The, was the keg not doing a, they are. So packages you take home and you bar- barbecue yourself. Yeah. But yeah. that's not fun anymore. Just go to the grocery store. If you, if you, <laughs> you know what I mean? here's the yeah, baked really. potato, you got to cook it. Here's the steak. You got to cook it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So whatever. Good for them. But uh, I, I think it's going to take a little while before we actually get um, an, a, a wide enough opening from the government to say you can now do this many people for fields to be able to open right away and start doing things. And under the guidelines that we have, we can't do speedball. There's not like you can't have enough people in close proximity to play speedball right now. We can do um, recreational paintball. We can do airsoft. So yeah. that's what we'll start off yeah. with. And then we'll also start off with probably equipment owners own only to start for the first week or two, then maybe integrate some groups in slowly if they're, if they're willing, but it's but still, a speed you know, ball, a speedballers class is paintball players. Sorry. Well, ask they're, that. Su- they're subhuman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should the uniform should have little tutus around them as they run around with their soft yeah. shot. I'm going to get hanged for that one. <laughs> you might. <laughs> Just lost some business there, too. Good for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I see Stephen from uh, Hot Shots in uh, NXL Australia in the chat, too. So if you have a chance, uh, hop on. We're looking forward to chatting with you as well. So if you can. Not uh, me. Now that we've just, you know, trashed speedball all over the world, come on on the show. <laughs> Inter- internationally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby <laughs> Doust in the live chat has an update. He says uh, strip clubs ain't opening anytime soon. Well, they're going to have to uh, disinfect the pole each time. Yeah, that's not in um, that's not in the playboy game. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, damn shame, Tim. Sorry about that. That's okay. So um, we were talking last week when about the um, mag fed um, 
paintball guns that came into uh, Australia. Yes. Now, what um, I was talking to Steve, and Steve through the through the week it sort of let me know that um, it was more so him and one of the guys in in uh, Queensland that that got the mag feeds to come into New South Wales. So if Steve jumps on there, he'd be able to give you a better story about it. Now I, I have a question. I, I in ni- in nineteen ninety four in the in the mid nineties I came to Australia with um a, a couple a couple um paintball field guys and we stayed at um a fellow in Sydney's house. His name was Croc, and he ran um a field Aussie paintball game supplies or skirmish maybe. Is he still in the game? Aussie paintball games. That was Steve and Terry. Yes, that's right. Um, Yep. Now, no, they got out. They, uh, well, they're making more money out of selling real guns and real ammunition than they were with paintball. Um, so, yeah, they they run a, a gun store, and and I used to go down and, and torment them all the time. Um, I'm sure they locked the doors when they saw me coming, but uh, they've uh, yeah moved on. But they were they were a big big paintball industry uh, operator in Sydney, okay. uh, importing a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. We when we when we were there, uh, um, Sydney was about to be hosting the Olympics. So I think it was uh, ninety four. Yeah. So in, in in that time, so that's when we were there. Yeah. No, I was up here. So uh, staying in my little field up in the Hunter Valley, kept me out of trouble apparently. Yeah. But now they got internet. I'm still in it. Gavin, what right. year did you and I go to Australia for the Crocodile Dundee sightseeing tour that we did? I was actually, uh, we, we split company because I went to New Zealand for the Yahoo Serious uh, Film Festival. And um, so that would have been in Diggity 3. Uh, okay. Because I wanted to go and see where she got pulled into the water by the crocodile. And then 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 Mick Dundee, as I call him, saved her. So I wanted to say she was still late. The Sheila. <laughs> and shame on, shame, shame on all of you for not getting a Yahoo Serious reference. <laughs> Yahoo Serious was filmed in the Hunter Valley and in Port Stevens. Okay, and you didn't chime up. You didn't... <laughs> Good for you. He was just going to leave you hanging. Yeah, yeah, just keep it going. That's it. Yeah. So, and uh, Joe, you can, you can IMDB that afterwards. The Valley? <laughs> okay, I have serious. no idea what you're talking about. Sorry, what? What am I looking up? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. I see uh, Effie in the in the live chat. You should uh, click the link, my friend. That we, we pinned a Zoom link. Come join us. Uh, if you guys are watching us live right now, feel free to come and join us. Uh, all you got to do is click that Zoom link. There is an update. It might make you update, so uh, be prepared for that one as well. So I'm really curious if people can join us. I know Wes and uh, Traffic, you'll be going out shortly. Um, right. Just about what fields are doing for their hygiene routines and how things have changed a little bit in terms of getting uh, people in and out the door. Uh, so that is one because we're still in lockdown and I'm chopping at the bit to get back get out and play. Obviously, if it's done safely for both the staff and all customers. So I'm just curious what, what steps people are taking uh, to make sure that experience is still adequate uh, but safe. Where um, RJ Jonic, where are you? What like what city? What state? What country? What continent? Uh, where where are you? Just uh, so we're curious, because you said I know that a lot of fields did that exactly, just allowing um, only equipment owners. And Dwayne King, the bag of chips, is watching as well. Nice to see you tuning in tonight. But I'd like to know where RJ is from. He says that he would come on the air right now, but he's still in the middle of a bag of chips and doesn't want to have that on the microphone. So 
Crunching. Crunching. So, yep. He's been spending too much time with Seb. <laughs> so I know the local fields around me have been doing only birthday parties, maximum of 10 people. See, uh, we, up, in, up until this week. See, we, we chase around here. We can't even merge two family fi- family bubbles of five people. So for us to have a birthday party with with the possibility of that, that that's potentially, you know, 10 different households all converging on one spot. We, we would be, we would be crucified on social media. If, if people the got individual wind of binds, that. Yeah, individual yeah. binds mm-hmm. both the, to the establishment and uh, the people that are out. Yeah. Uh, so I guess if it's a birthday party, it would be, it would be their parents. But yeah, as Joe mentioned, we can't, uh, we can't have people more, more than five people uh, as a gathering yeah. uh, at this point. And it still has to be social distance, two meters apart. So, Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine how or why anybody would send little Timmy out. I understand potentially, uh, you know what, uh, that you, you may, you may want to get your kid the COVID just so you can get rid of them because you've been <laughs> locked up with them for nine weeks. But, uh, well, that's what anybody's are for <laughs> <laughs> developing something. Right. So, I mean, why do we have to keep licking the gun, dad? <laughs> I could, you know, I have no idea. It's just, a, it, you know what, but um, people have to take their own risks and make their own decisions for themselves. But that's I think, true. um, at least from the reports we're getting in our area, and I know each county or each state uh, and each area is very, very different. Yeah. Uh, but even in our area, which hasn't been hasn't been overly hit hard, I'm still reluctant about uh, and worried about um, potential flare-ups again. Yeah. So, and- you know, Todd, you were talking about earlier about you know if you guys were open now, you bring staff in, uh, so they would have to lose their sort of government benefits to uh, yeah. Uh, to, to sign in and, and start working again. Yeah. And if there's another flare up and it's shut down, then they're without income again and have to reapply to that yeah. process. So, And uh, speaking the, of flaring up, Bobby Doust in the live chat, he says rentals are difficult because of shared masks. If you only open for guys that have gun owners, that's going to last you about two or three weeks. If you can't get rentals in, you're not going to make any money. Um, I want to take care of our gun owners, but on the same token, if you can't take care of your meat and potatoes that's going to be a tough one um joining us in the uh in the in the live chat here who do we have cindy was it cindy in the bottom corner oh the the the, the cute girl in the black hat (laughs) how you going boys (laughs) all right your your name says up mac what is your real name sir mossy mossy from ultimate paintball there we go and where's ultimate paintball in Sydney. In Sydney as well. God, two Australians down below in here. Of, down below of Timmy. I'm always <laughs> below Timmy. Ah, that's where it's all sweaty and gross. <laughs> you like to hang with the budgie smugglers. <laughs> oh. Billy, come here. Good callback. There's no room anyway. His hands are always down there anyway. They won't. <laughs> there we go and then we also have effie joining us all the way from hey, uh where Thank are you, you where are you joining us from istanbul, istanbul turkey istanbul hey guys how are you doing good good how's your uh religious holidays going oh it's finished already uh regular well as regular as you can get in terms of uh work week but yeah it's the weekend so uh, just uh, tomorrow is the, our first free day and they've lifted a lot of the sanctions or well, not sanctions, but a lot of the, um, you know, uh, limits of, you know, what you can do. A lot of malls are opening back up. I think it's too early, but 
What can you do? Yeah, I think it's too early as well. So you just ended Ramadan in, in Eid, is that correct? Yeah, Ramadan did, is, is Eid, actually. And, and how did you guys celebrate then, uh, that you couldn't be together as a community? Uh, well, I mean, uh, lots of uh, Skype calls and uh, WhatsApp calls and etc. But, you know, it's it's usually you, we don't really have really big, I mean, we don't really have big family gatherings. You know, it's just, you know, uh, whoever is close by and then everybody else is all, always on the phone. My family's like all like four or five different uh, states around, um, you know, around Turkey. So usually it's a lot of calls anyway. I, I live close to my um my wife's family so what i call the bermuda triangle because <laughs> we live right in between her grandmother who recently passed away her mother and then her aunt like all in the same neighborhood and we're right in between so i just don't understand whenever we have a fight it's always me that has to leave the house so <laughs> <laughs> well you know your role right but don't you want it that way though well, yeah, I mean, I choose to leave. Yeah, I'd be into that. She has for so many sure. places to go, and I'm the one that, that ends up having to get away. But... And where do you go, or is that classified? Oh, it's usually just, you know, in the car and just go park like two streets over. Where am I going to go? You know, oh, I didn't know if it was a strip club in walking distance or. Uh... <laughs> well, a strip club in Istanbul. I, I, I mean, I'm sure there is strip clubs in Istanbul, but. Good yeah, really, eh? <laughs> so, doesn't Turkey have good coffee or something? What's Turkey noted for? Uh, coffee, uh, baklava, Turkish which delight. is yeah. like a, yeah, Turkish delight is also another Turkish one. Delight. Do you make your baklava with um, cashews or just uh, walnuts and pistachios? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Well, what is ex- I've never heard of cashews. What exactly never is around. a Turkish delight? Because I'm thinking it might be something it shouldn't be. No, that's a <laughs> big Turk, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, what is a Turkish delight? It's just basically, it's like a taffy, taffy kind of uh, really soft, like something between like if if a marshmallow and a, and a taffy had sex, that's pretty much what Turkish delight. Okay, is. see, it's I thought like, a Turkish delight had something to do with sex. So the fact no, that it's, it's an actual. <laughs> okay, so that's good. That's how I usually it's describe... like a sex position, you know. Turkish I was about to say, that's how I usually describe an evening with me. <laughs> <laughs> nice so while while we're waiting for uh steven to uh to to join us here we just can't hear him right now or see him rather but we do have uh mossy here mossy thank you for being on the show this is the first time we've had an opportunity to uh to chat with you um aside from uh aside from what tim's been telling us how are how are things in your neck of the woods yeah it's been a really strange time um i live uh actually an hour away from my field on the coast and i don't know in in the us whether you saw the pictures of the famous beach of bondi where early on when COVID first come out um you know the social distancing wasn't happening it was just packed the beach i don't know whether that got yep. the us and what it did was actually shut down the beach and everyone come down the coast to surf where i am so my surfing in the morning was packed with all these sydneyites so the social distancing thing didn't really help. It would just moved everyone down south or up towards Tim's um, area. But um, yeah, we we are in this grey area, and we've we we the pub. We've got a pub next door, and they are now allowed to have fifty people um, inside. Yet we haven't been given the go ahead to open or not open. So we just used common sense, which we okay. all know common sense is not that common. Um, and we just said we're opening first of June. 
so what we've done is done the processes. I heard you guys talking earlier about how you're keeping everyone safe. What's the procedure that you're going to put in place? Hey, there's Timmy. Uh, Steve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, guys. I, I got confused. You guys look like twins. Um, <laughs> the Turkish delight. Uh, Turkish delight. <laughs> it's the Australia show now. It's the Malteser. <laughs> well, I like I like how you aren't per perpetuating any Australian stereotypes by talking about how you're going surfing. But when you're done your surfing, do you break out the didgeridoo and have a jam session, or is that the only stereotype you do? What, one of my good mates actually played the didgeridoo for <laughs> Nelson Mandela really? and sells didgeridoos online. And I help him start that business. Okay, but know, didgeridoos uh, have one note. How can you, like... That's not true. The, <laughs> the Aboriginal oh, expert, listen to the Australians he, chime in now. <laughs> Timmy's the Aboriginal expert. He's got, he's got heritage there, so he can tell you all about it. And he's very good at blowing hot air and different notes. <laughs> Isn't that a Turkish delight? <laughs> but um there's the thing that we're i think um there's two things that are happening here in in i don't know probably all around the world but for us is it's both being safe and the perception of being safe yeah. um yeah you know one thing for our industry is we always want to be um safe but we also want to make sure the community sees that we're safe yeah. So we've put screens up. So if anyone wants to spit at us, um, we're not going to get it. Or if we want to spit at them, we're all safe. Um, but we've Does that had to. Often? Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> like, was this pre-COVID? You know, you have to put the spit shields up. Have you like, seen his customer service? Oh, yeah, sometimes we spit chips, um, <laughs> as we say. Uh, but. Have you been running fields for a long time? You have all walks that come in and some people you want to hug and some people you just want to <laughs> strangle, you know, but we love them all anyway. Um, as long as they're playing painful. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's the perception of being safe. So we've had to close all our safe zones. Uh, we've, we've got 120 acres. Um, we've airline under the ground to all the safe zones. So we've actually had to shut those off because we can't bring all those people into a confined space. Yeah. So we'll actually have them on the outside of the safe zone. All the chairs are all taped off so people won't be yeah. hanging around. And, um, which is sad because you like to hear all the stories. And I think one of the best thing about running a paintball um, field is, and I've been doing this for 13 years now, is when you sneak out the back and you hear all the stories about what a great day they had. For me, that floats my boat and gets my juices flowing. I just love yeah. that. And, um, uh, you know, just walking around talking to the customers. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I, and hey, I just got on that guy. That was giving me the marker. <laughs> <laughs> and hey. we just dropped in New South Wales to 12. So now we're hearing the dads and the sons and the families. That's, you know, so that's, that's one good. thing that we will we'll avoid. But good for you. Just, man. Good for you. I need to open the doors because I'm turning into an alcoholic. I was starting at 12 now. <laughs> you know, which is really, really challenging for an Australian, right? So I believe your tap water is BB, is it not? Oh, <laughs> no, we're sophisticated now. We have craft beers. Ah. <laughs> Look at you. Hey, we're, uh, we're, we, we completely haven't had an opportunity to say, first of all, hello to Stephen. Stephen, how are you? Hi, gentlemen. How are you today? Oh, Good Christ, to another Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 
And then I was calling some more. I'm going to ask this one to Rhino. Where are you from? Hi there, guys. Well, I'm I'm mostly mistaken for being Australian, but I'm actually from South Africa. But I do uh, own uh, fields here in Indiana. So Paintball, Indiana is my is my field. Well, that's logical. <laughs> I followed that. <laughs> I thought all the South Africans were in Australia. Yeah. Well, South Africa yeah. is such a small continent, right? Yeah. You probably yep. wanted to leave that at some point. South Africa is a really small <laughs> continent. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Europe is a really big country. Well, it's, Todd, it's... Todd is a geography major too, so. <laughs> I am being sarcastic, but yeah. So sorry, Todd, if I could just hop in because we've yep. been teasing this for the last couple of weeks. I know Steve, you've been trying to get on the show, but you've had a lot of things go on the go uh, personally for you. Uh, but I'm really, really curious. I mean, Steve, you're from Hot Shots Paintball and NXL Australia, and you also helped uh, get mag fed to the, the country. So can you tell us a little bit about that process? Uh, okay, so with Australia, basically to import any marker, probably the biggest test that we go through is if the marker has a military appearance because pretty much the countrywide, we, we have, first off, we have two levels of importation. You've got to get it into the country so that's one restriction. And then the second restriction is that every state has its own laws in relation to paintball. And oh, it has yeah. its own sort of level of what they will accept or not. So basically any marker that has a military appearance uh, and obviously any marker with a, a magazine on it sort of falls into that category, um, it gets tied up in that, in basically that law. So... But over the last couple of years, there actually was sitting there in our legislation, which not a lot of people knew about, and I sort of just stumbled across it, that magazines were actually an allowable import, right? So no one had tried to bring in the MG before. The MG was sort of one of the first markers that sort of sat on the realm of being military but not sort of replicating an actual existing military firearm. So we did the test on that, got approval to bring it in, and the rest is history. So now we can bring in the MG, we can bring in the Stormer Elite. Uh, so pretty much the likes of all the Rat 4 type guns that sort of, or a gun like the TMC, for instance, that is a sort of almost a direct replica, we can't bring in. Yeah. Now you, uh, you did a really quick summary of that, a good Twitter version, but how long did this process actually take you guys? Oh, the process is what is into import. Uh, just the change, just the change in the legislation, and uh, and get the green light for you guys. Well, the green light was sort of there that we just didn't know it was there uh, in relation to MagFed. It was sort of hidden in the legislation, and so we sort of just stumbled across it. But if we went to actually change legislation, <laughs> you could be talking years. <laughs> Nothing happens quick, especially with firearms. And unfortunately, here in Australia, a paintball gun is a firearm, and that's where we get caught up in a lot of issues. Oh, yeah, love except it. In New yeah. Except in New South Wales, Steve. Yeah, it's except so in New South Well, the thing is, this, this is the problem. In, in Mossy's state, where he lives in New South Wales, it's not considered a firearm, but to import it into the country, it is considered yeah. a firearm. So that's the first level. And, yeah, that's that's something we can't have. 
nice, but we can't have it. <laughs> Stop teasing. Now, now, could you could you bring them in? Say, if you had a contract with the local military or with a police department, could you bring them in for them? Or yes. is it is that pretty tough? Yeah, that's called a police certification test here. So basically anything that uh, comes into the country that is designated for police or military use, not a problem at all. But you have to have the letter, basically you have to have the purchase order from the police and everything that comes in must go to the police. Hmm. So we can't tag on, unfortunately we can't tag on an extra 20 guns and keep it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so it's pretty. Steve's strict. been pretty humble at the moment. Steve's done a lot. Has done a lot of work in the background um, for to, to get all sorts of different markers in and uh, stuff that was would would have been deemed just too hard through the powers to be. And he, you know, he's he's had to spoon feed some people and write a lot of submissions and break it down into, uh, I guess, remove the roadblocks. Um, to make it easy uh, for this stuff to come in. And that's why we call him the paintball godfather. Um, <laughs> and we all bow down to him and play ho- pay homage. And really he spoon feeds some people. The, the check's in the mail, Mossy Tia. Thank you. Are you at your new home being built? Because it looks like you just tacked up two nails with a sign behind it. Can you see you that? Are too. You are too. <laughs> I hope your dick falls off. <laughs> I was just going to make a comment. It looked like he was in his garden shed out back, but I take it all yeah. back. Know, you know, no, that's really, where he hides the bodies. I yeah. feel really badly for you, Steve, but uh, what do you do? If you're going to go in isolation, it may as well be here. <laughs> so, where's Steve? Hear- is, just to give you a bit of uh, he's near Bells Beach, just down a bit south of Bells Beach. Can you see the surf in the background? I did, mate. Stop it. I've already been from the surf. <laughs> Actually, that looks all right. That looks all right. It's good. good break today. Awesome. <laughs> so to echo uh, Tim's comment, uh, I hope your dick falls off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. How many times do we hear that on the show, I tell you? <laughs> it's supposed to be a family show this isn't it <laughs> apparently oh now we've we talked we've talked about where australia is we know where everyone else is rhino you're you said you're in indiana that's correct yep and what's your are you can you open can you do you have restrictions um yeah they they opened us about three weeks ago with a, a 25 person limit to the field um, it, it, how we got a, a, not away with it, but around that a little bit, I'm fortunate enough to have two sessions a day. So we run from 11 till three and three till seven. And, um, we just changed, um, the, uh, uh, two to three where we sanitize everything. And from two weeks ago, they actually upped the number up to a hundred people. Wow. On, um, that's um, what we have done as a field is we, we've kind of rearranged things. Um, so our tables, we've moved 10 feet apart. Um, we've actually numbered the tables. So when a, a group comes in, even an individual, 
Uh, they get a number to their table. They get a, a new plastic tablecloth. Um, they go to, we, we try to push everyone that they do everything online. So the waiver forms, the payments. Yeah. And um, it's it's been very slow. Um, you know, it, it's like I like I wrote in the in the, in the chat. Is there's this? It seems there's two groups of people. There's the group that think that this is a conspiracy theory. It's not real. Um, they don't care. Um, and then you get the other group that is driving with face mask on uh, by themselves. Yeah. Which is on the complete opposite side. Yeah, so, and I and I get that, but my question to you was going to be, how are these people mixing and mingling? Like, is everybody sort of behaving and keeping their distance, or are they kind of forgetful? Um, it's it's for the most part, we try to we try to my wife and myself run the field, so we we try to be very hands on with with just recommending to people, hey guys, just remember the six foot rule. Um, but, you know, within groups, which to me is, is a little bit silly because there's groups that arrive with 12 people in a bus. And how do we tell them to social distance from each other? If they just sat in a car ride for an hour and a half to come to the field. Um, with an empty esky. Yeah. Sorry, say again? They've, ten they've turned up with an empty esky. So they've already been drinking. They're already yeah. on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that only down here? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't so think it, we didn't understand the word es, what, esky. Esky. Cooler. Cooler. Your, your box, your cooler box that you put all your bees in. Okay, or so Tim, next time just use the word cooler. <laughs> you got to speak Canadian. <laughs> in New Zealand, yeah. it's called chili bean. Where's your chili bean? <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Chili bin. I thought that was the bus, the esky or something. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> a chili bin. I'm going to use that from now on. A chili bin or chill bin. I like, I like esky. It's a little, a little racist, but I like it. <laughs> oh. Paul, Paul Hogan did the best of uh, the example of the esky and the, the Terry Towling hat, uh, giggle hat and uh, thongs and T-shirt. So, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, TV. I know, but um, <laughs> you're breaking up. I have no idea what the hell's coming out of your mouth right now. Well, it's not your <laughs> internet that's breaking up. It's your sanity. It's truth, Timmy. Truth. I'll educate you, boys. I will educate you. But the only saving grace, they're <laughs> we're, we're learning, Tim. The I mean, only saving scary. grace is half the room already knows you. I'll interpret for him. <laughs> okay, you can do the actual audio translation and Steve can do the uh, sign language. That'd be great, too. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's got yeah. <laughs> All I can hear from Steven's uh, microphone is surf crashing. Ah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then as Gavin says, hopefully his dick will fall off and we'll hear the thump on the ground. <laughs> Already has. It's in, it's in Mel's purse anyway. And if you're, if, no, it's if not. It's in his esky. Chili <laughs> yeah, bin. And if, if anybody's keeping track, if anybody's keeping track, that's three times people have wished that on you, Steve. That's three times. I know. So I know. I think I'm going to have to go. <laughs> 
Uh, we uh, should probably wrap this up shortly anyways, but thank you guys for, for, for being on, uh, on this week. We'll most likely try to do this again next Saturday. So if you guys are up for some more, um, I mean, what, let's face it. What else are you doing at this point? <laughs> if experience serves me right, that means we have another 45 minutes to go till he finishes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, we've got, uh, you know, 55 minutes to midday. So cocktail hours about to start. Yeah, but really, oh, if no. you start now putting it together, by the time you get your ice and your mix right, it's going to be about noon anyway. So you're fine. Just start pouring it now. And without yeah, anticipating... I just don't have enough ice for a bucket. And without anticipating you gentlemen <laughs> on the show, I do have my koozie. Oh. Ah, excellent. That's right. Isn't midday in Australia like 6 p.m. or something? <laughs> winter is summer, summer is winter. Midday, midday is like 6 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's too early in the morning for alcohol. Timmy. <laughs> Timmy hasn't stopped drinking since last night. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> if, you don't actually, if you don't actually sleep, it's the same day. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's oh. why he looks so good. He's look, just, at, look at Effie he's sitting there going, you, you're all just a bunch of pissheads. Yeah. Well, aren't you? Oh yeah, no, there's no, no doubt. There's no doubt. <laughs> I'm just looking, looking at the the quality of internet coming from Steve's uh, broadcast from his um, from his feet. lair. We'll call yeah. it the lair, the God Godfather's lair. lair. Oh, I'm really thankful I've got it at the moment. Is it not coming through okay? No, <laughs> no, it's pretty crappy. But the 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 quality coming out of Istanbul just pisses all over you. <laughs> 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 but if I couldn't show uh, you anything out my window because it's like 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, you pervert. You're in the neighbor's window. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, listen, guys, we're going to end the show here in just a minute here. Uh, hang out if you want, but uh, we're going to we're going to stay say farewell and go offline um thank you to uh uh rhino thank you for for joining us all the way from uh what we thought was south africa but it happens to be indiana <laughs> and uh steven and mossy and tim from australia and effie all the way from istanbul and wes he is from um nebraska, nebraska thank you i was gonna say uh, south Hawaii. dakota but it's not it's nebraska because there's a huge difference there right and uh, thank you to Gavin and Josh and Joe for being on the program tonight. Uh, looks like we're going to see you guys on Monday night for our regular Monday night show. And then are we doing another show next Saturday, guys? Well, I guess we have to wait and see if we're open or not open. We can. Yeah. Yeah, we're open. I won't be. I'll be too busy. We'll yes. have our first practice in <laughs> oh, a long shit. time. Yeah. But also, to be honest, I'm not sure if we're going to invite you back, to be honest. Yeah. We actually have an MXL event next weekend in Louisville, Kentucky, so we'll see how that's going to go. Ah, good for yeah. you. Hopefully, MXL? yeah, hopefully that happens, right? No, uh, M- no, no, the MSXL. Oh, MSXL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they still expecting it to run? Uh, they, they are actually. They, they, the tournament is now ran over two weekends. Uh, with each division playing on one specific day. Okay, good for them. So they are kind of making an effort to to do that. Good for them. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so Steve, we'll... NXL, NXL Australia is shut down for the season then? 
For the moment, it is. Um, we're just waiting for what like, Mossy is actually one of the hosts of our state events, so we're waiting for him to sort of, uh, you know, get his shit together and and uh, get ready to host another event. Let's be real. <laughs> so basically, you want him to open his window and air his place out. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Rhino, you've got a tournament going on. Australia is waiting on standby uh, to see what's happening. Standby. So, uh, We've got our first MAGFED day on the 28th of June, providing the boss has those MAGFEDs in. <laughs> Everyone's like, they're on their way. MAGFED's pretty fun. You guys will enjoy it. I really picked up. I've been playing well paintball for 40, almost 40 years. So well, MAG, MAG, MAG fun is- you start is, with just throwing rocks? Yeah. Um, survival <laughs> game. I, the first time I played was survival game with oil-based paintballs and stuff uh, oh that's uh, where your eyes would just literally burn burn with oil base you'd have to wipe your hands you'd wash your hands with with turpentine which is a form of hand sanitizer the survival game is really had <laughs> with orange juice as well yes ish, ish. <laughs> so mossy if you can do us a favor take lots of photos and some yeah. video. we'd love to see sort of the inaugural magfet game in australia that's pretty exciting. yeah we will be i'm actually jumping on i can't wait to jump in and play yeah. myself perfect you yeah. heard that <laughs> good stuff well i'm gonna say our formal farewell guys hang tight for just a second guys if you're uh, listening to us on our podcast thank you so much make sure you guys uh subscribe to our podcast so it comes automatically to your phones every week and uh, if you guys are listening to us on uh youtube or facebook head on over to itunes or anywhere you get your better podcast and you guys can uh, download this nonsense as well we are going to let you guys go, but we'll see you for our live Monday night show at 8 o'clock. We'll see you guys then.